<laughs> You're listening to Fucks Given from Come Curious, and we are with the wonderful Mistress Bliss. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence, and we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers, and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. So you can kind of guess with uh, the name, but what is it that you do, Mistress Bliss? I'm a dominatrix. <gasps> I would have, would have never have guessed. Hide your <laughs> fucking children. <laughs> I like to say children. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm a London-based dominatrix. I'm from Australia, and I'm here to snatch your husbands. <laughs> Hide your wives. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, professionally, I've been doing it for about two years now. Yes. Are you enjoying it? Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a pretty nice life. <laughs> Did you have a client today? No, today was prep for my LA tour. Ooh, What's yes. happening on your LA tour? I'm going to California on the 7th until the 18th of November to do a whole range of naughty things with some naughty people. Oh my God, like what? What kind of naughty things? Jump in. Uh, well, I'm going to do a lot of shoots. I'm going to be doing some... Porn. I'm going to be doing some sessions. Uh, I'm going to get to catch up with one of my beautiful partners. Amazing. Yes. Beaut- one of them. Well, yes. I'm married, but mm. I have a very luscious girlfriend. <gasps> yeah, so mm. partners all over the place. And dribbling. Tell, Sorry. explain, spill <laughs> the beans to all those <laughs> listeners that are like, what is going on right now? Um, yeah, I'm in a, an open marriage, so have a very wonderful situation and um yeah i can't wait to see my girl so what is your relationship with sex oh um my relationship with sex it's uh it's a split relationship it's both professional and personal um while i don't uh have sex for money penetrative sex on me i do engage in sexual acts and engage in penetrative sex on my male and female clients um yeah i think i have a very wide and healthy relationship with sex uh, which can be which can be difficult for some sex workers i believe so yeah it's all you know you're in control it sounds like through absolutely everything oh god no no (laughs) (laughs) absolutely i don't know anyone that's in in control of absolutely everything um i meant sex not sexually um well i think that's also not possible for me i mean personally for me um as i've had some experiences that are not great and positive i think everybody has Mm. growing up um and I mean, while I'm very lucky in terms of professionally, I've had only wonderful experiences. Privately, of course, there have been some not so great experiences, but yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Hashtag me yeah. too. Hashtag literally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think my relationship with sex is really exciting and explorative. Um, with my job, I get to 
play many different roles. I get to use many different tools. Um, I get to explore other people's fantasies and desires and it's really exciting. So I'm, I feel like I'm very lucky. Could you run us through some of the things that you do with your clients? Oh, such a wide range. Um, Go from like the least extreme to the most extreme. Well, (laughs) you're going to hate me because I'm going to say this a lot. It's hard to gauge because what one person finds extreme, another person doesn't. Um, What one person might find extreme, which could be slapping in the face, another person would find extreme, uh, although they would prefer to be fisted up to the elbow. So it's hard to say, but for me, uh, I would say the most extreme would have to be um, uh, people's masochism. There are a lot of people that Mm. don't know how to relate to people's masochism, whether it be putting about 30 30 to 50 needles in the head of someone's cock or um, getting whipped to the point of bleeding to uh, being humiliated and degraded to the point where they're in the fetal position on the floor crying and having an orgasm at the same time. <laughs> wow. So <it's>, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like fun. It's a lot of things. <laughs> and that wasn't sarcasm. That no, not at all. Yeah, that fun. really happens. And it is fun. I think it's great. Fuck Uno. The last fuck. The last time I had sex with myself was today. Um, that's good we like to hear that yeah that's true it was it was a quickie because i had to get here but i I, I fit it in (laughs) sorry to make it quick on you well you know sometimes you just gotta you know do it and dash um (laughs) and the last time i had sex with another person was my girlfriend and that was last week sadly Mm. that's all right i think the last time i had sex was like a week ago too yeah. I was saying like, that sounds like a long time only because only because you're sad about it yeah. rather than being like I had sex last week and yeah. you're like yeah like, I had sex two months ago no um, yeah it was last week and I, I'm looking forward to doing it next week mm. do you only see her on a weekly basis I wish it was a weekly basis no she lives in Canada so <gasps> of course you, yeah, yeah. you mentioned we, um, we get to see each other you know on a um, sort of sporadic weird occasion but that's pretty much why i travel so much these days mm. to get some of that sweet pussy <laughs> sweet sweet pussy but you also have a husband yes i do and yeah. for the viewers out there who mm-hmm. just don't understand please explain like the dynamic between you three mm-hmm. Well, um, the dynamic between me and my husband and the dynamic between my, me and my girlfriend is separate so they don't have any interaction i mean they know each other obviously and they have a mutual respect but there's no interaction between the two um and my husband and i've been together for it's gonna be uh two years next year uh next early next year and um yeah we've been together well it's been my longest relationship so we're very um committed he knows that i'm a sex worker and he knows that i am a fluid uh pansexual person um and yeah we just um we we don't believe that our lives have to be so on top of each other that we're together all the time and we're you know in each other's back pockets so it works really well because i'm a really independent person and i want him to have his own independence as well and have his own experiences so yeah that sounds super mature and like you completely understand 
it's difficult you know it has its complications of course you know you have to be really communicative is that a word yeah yeah no that is yeah great um (laughs) we want to get that tattooed on us i swear to god communication (laughs) yeah yeah it's a big one even in my job especially um But yeah, we communicate a lot um, and we try and be uh, as patient and honest um, as we possibly can be to make it work because um, because that's what's important. Even if, you know, what you have to say isn't, well, you, you, you're scared that it might not be well received. It's really important to be honest. So, yeah. Do they have partners as well? Like extra partners? My girlfriend doesn't. Um, so me and my girlfriend are monogamous in right. our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and my husband are monogamous in our relationship. But right. I say mono- I, I feel like monogamish is the best term to use yeah. <laughs> um, because I'm a sex worker, A, and because I want him to have his own experiences. Mm-hmm. But I think when I say monogamous, I mean more um, emotionally. Mm-hmm. But with my girlfriend, it's emotional and physical, even though I'm a sex worker. It's it's a very big gray area yeah it sounds complicated <laughs> but it does sound like you are figuring it out together yeah we're all trying to work through it mm. step by step yeah i think that the problem with the world is that everybody's put everything into a black and white category and so yeah. we're trying to um, maneuver and navigate our way through that the best that we can fuck two the first fuck So I, when I was very young, I was hypersexual and I was a chronic masturbator. <laughs> so was I. What's yeah. chronic? Because we all are. Like, what, how many times this a was day? Like, this was like an obsession mm-hmm. with yeah. objects and with myself doing it, uh, like doing it in semi-public areas. Oh. Um, for example, uh, I remember masturbating in synagogue whilst the... Um, the, the, they were holding some sort of you know group wow. whatever downstairs I was on the balcony with the uh, with the pamphlet the program Fuck, in, in my school uniform well. yeah. oh my lord I, know, I think back on it and I'm like I was fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> like that is hot a porno um, I don't know how old I was I was in I was in primary school and um, yeah I was just like going at it knowing that everyone was down there um, did you get caught? No. Well, I got almost caught a few times mm-hmm. or like sort of caught, but my parents weren't sure what I was doing because I was very, very young. Um, so they were like, oh, this looks amusing. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I remember, <laughs> it's quite funny. There's a, <laughs> so uh, I used to spend a lot of time in the bath and okay. you know what us girls do in the bathtub? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. With the water and whatever. <laughs> um, so, Shower heads. Yeah. My, my, Dad burst in to take one of those, you know, cute little pictures of their kids in the bath, Uh which I'm personally very against. But anyway, (laughs) Um, so he took this picture and I was there doing whatever I was in the bathtub and the picture I, it exists and it's in a frame and it's of me it's like in a frame it's in a fucking frame and it's Whoa. of me looking at my dad who just burst in and with this shocked look on my face like <gasps> and then so I found the photo like years later but by the time I'd like you know discovered that I had a voice and I could say like no um I found the photo and, and I ripped it up into little pieces and of course my mother found it taped it back together and put it back in the frame and oh. it's still sitting in the living room and I oh was my like god do you not know what's going on there oh maybe she doesn't I'm sure if you explain she'd be like no doubt let's tear that back up <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know it's just very funny so anyway yeah I was a chronic yes. masturbator and then um uh <laughs> 
<laughs> this little example. It's the obsession, isn't it? It doesn't necessarily mean how many times a day. It's not yeah. I just was. Obsession. I was obsessed with bodies. I was obsessed with how it felt. Just like like tapping into pleasure for the first time and knowing that it was like no one controlled that but me so I could do it whenever wherever how many times I wanted and I just like it was like you know a kid in a candy store I was just like I'm gonna fucking do this all the time (laughs) anywhere all the time yeah and you don't even care if anyone's around no I got off on that you don't really know what it is yeah I mean I kind of knew that I should have been doing it like (laughs) you know in the restaurant bathroom every single time my parents took me out for dinner because yeah my mom thought I was going to be an interior designer for bathrooms but no, cute. <laughs> I know. She's like, Bliss loves the bathroom. She's, she's, loves the bathroom. <laughs> she's just going to go, she'll tell us all Little about did the she fixtures. Know. Yeah, and I, I would tell her, I'm like, oh, the basin's like this. And I like the basin. <laughs> but really, I was more interested in my pussy. So, anyway, uh, the first time I had sex, uh, I was having sex with girls very, very young. Were you? Yeah, I, I really, uh, I wasn't really sure what it was. I knew it was safe and I knew that it was fun and I knew that it was uh easy to get away with so um yeah that's that's basically what i was doing and i i I didn't trust boys because uh, i was uh bullied also as a young child um as time went on i realized that they were the ones i didn't want to go near and i i was very um you know i was i've always been pansexual so it was never strange to me and i remember my mother saying that it wasn't strange when i said to her i keep touching my friends and she's like it's fine oh cool yeah she's like That's it's good normal. yeah my mom my mom was very relaxed about sex That's really yeah. good yeah yeah she was just like it's fine it's fine um i mean i, I wasn't saying it as in i'm touching people without their permission it was like my friends and i are touching each other yeah, exploring yeah. Each other. yeah yeah i just wanted to make that very clear um <laughs> Playing doctor nurses. Consent is very important, boys and girls. Um, so yeah, uh, so that so the first time I had sex, I don't even know how old I was. I was very young, um, uh, and and playing sexual games with girls. The first time I had penetrative sex with a boy was my first boyfriend. Um, I was fourteen, and he went to the. I went to an all girls school, so he went. <laughs> lucky me i went to north girls school <laughs> aim uh, right? it's the reason it's the reason why we're gay <laughs> um and he went to the brothers school so yeah long ass answer to your very simple question oh, no, i love it it was juicy <laughs> it was juicy do you think that's, that's what amazing. made you so comfortable with yeah. becoming a sex worker absolutely and there are things that i do uh in my job like for example i do hard sport sessions which is you know um consuming human feces consuming yeah. oh, reads favorite consume? subject it's yeah. my favorite is poo it is poo <laughs> every podcast I've, I've managed to sneak in poo at, in well the i podcast. slipped it in for you you did yeah. thank you You're now welcome. florence won't shout at me when we leave <laughs> <laughs> sorry <I've learned. laughs> not sorry so explain to me what do you mean by hard sports in the mouth uh, it is in the mouth. I mean, it could be anywhere. It could be in the mouth. It could be on their chest. It could be uh, on their genitals, whatever. Um, but yeah, I am the giver. Amazing. So you've never received. No, <laughs> that is not my kink. But um, uh, yeah, what ties into what we were just talking about is for me, it's it never 
cross my mind as to be something taboo or something gross or disgusting. I've always been someone that people can talk to about sex, no matter what the subject was in, in that, you know, umbrella. Um, and everyone's always felt really comfortable with me about it. Cause I feel really comfortable. So regardless of what, I mean, I feel uncomfortable when something is not consensual, um, mm-hmm. when it's not safe and when it's not, and I use the term loosely, but sane um, for that individual person. Um, Interesting way of describing that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to sort of think that there is a, a like a base level of sane, you know, because we're all colorful human beings. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so that that, that I, I can see when I talk to people, I, there's that. You know, if we're talking about a speedometer, there's a point where it reaches with them where they can't go past it because they're uncomfortable or because societal views have told them to not, you know, view this as normal or healthy. For me, I never really had that. So it works well in my that's job. That's so good. Do you think that's an Australian thing or? No, God, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Australia is very conservative. Um, I mean, of course, there are people in Australia who are like me. Yeah. Um, but no, Australia is very conservative. Um, and and I can remember when I was younger being at friends' houses and their parents feeling uncomfortable because, you know, I would be naked or something and they were oh. like, oh, no, you have to put your, you know, you have to put your clothes on or you, yeah. you, know, you can't sleep in the same bed. or yeah. you know, And it was weird to me because I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I used to run around naked all the time of as well. Of course. Mm. Yeah. I love being naked. <laughs> Naked's the best. <laughs> it's the best. And I just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. But yeah, so... So yeah, that's me. <laughs> okay, I'm, I know we shouldn't, but I want to bring this back to poo. Okay, cool. Um, so you're, <laughs> I'm very interested. Go for so it. So you have a client mm-hmm. wants to poo on you. What kind? No, of, they don't poo on me. No, 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 no. Wants sorry, wants you to poo on them. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> what kind of consistency do they look for? Is it a specific? T- is there like a subcategory of poo fetish? Of course. So like you got like guys that like it's sloppy or hard or yeah 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 well okay so one of my clients who's been with me for over a year he says that mine's the best because it's not too hard and it's not too soft and <laughs> and and, 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 it's and the taste is pe- exactly it's like the Goldilocks of shits oh and, my god and he just fucking gobbles it up and <laughs> oh my god but I does think, he swallow it of course how do you, I mean how do you prep for that though how do you make sure how do I prep yeah like, or him you... ment- mentally well I mean he's probably just ready all the time he's ready to go. Yeah, he would be ready to go. All the What's time. your diet like? Like, what does make the perfect poo for hard sport? Yes. Well, <laughs> I need to know this. <laughs> um, so I am a pescatarian. I don't eat meat, but I eat fish. <laughs> Um, I try and eat really healthy uh, and I eat a lot of chocolate and people oh. might say yes or no, but I think it gives that little touch of magic. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it look that extra special brand. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's like sweet a little. I don't know. I've never tasted it, but yeah. Fuck three. The best fuck. It's so hard to answer because I've had so many amazing, memorable moments. Um, I'm glad to hear. Yeah, <laughs> there have been. And and I don't know, uh, it's hard to measure the best because I feel like every experience is different. How can you rate one against the other? Yeah. You know, for example, I once had sex with a girl on top of a horse. What? what? <gasps> so you can't rate that against having sex with someone it at a bus stop oh, i don't know whoa. can you just please explain this the horse, horse yeah sex. so it was my horse amazing we were on it 
did it mind that you were doing no, that? No, it was pretty calm. Yeah. She was tied up. this animal cruelty? No, no, You're God, not no. the horse. No, 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 no. It's like having sex and the dog walks in, just like sits there and watch you like, Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> You're not like, oh God, no. How did this um, work though? Well, it wasn't easy. Okay. It wasn't easy. Explain. Because you said you, she was tied up as well. What? No, the, the horse was tied oh, up. Oh, okay. I was thinking like some shibari bonding on top of this. No, no, no. This was back in the day mm-hmm. before the shibari was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm sure it was a thing, just not for me because I was like, you know, not ready for it. Yeah, it was. It's crazy, shibari. Back at the farm. That sounds so terrible. Um, it's like a really <laughs> cheesy porno. You're, you're the farm girl. You're literally the farm girl. Well, Everyone I, used to, I used to take girls up to my farm on the weekend. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you must have had a way. I did. It was like, come to the farm and I'll fuck you. <laughs> so. I'm sold. What's your farm? <laughs> it's in Australia. Um, so yeah, uh, we were on top of the horse and, um, you know, it's like vaulting. Do you know what vaulting is? No. Vaulting is when you do tricks on a horse. It's like standing up on the horse, doing backflips on a horse. Wow. Wow. So we, um, you know, I was eating a pussy on the horse. Wow. And, and yeah. I'm mesmerized. Yeah, I'm sure it was. We, we just don't know what to say. I mean, looking yeah. back on it, I'm sure. It, <laughs> I'm jealous. It, in my mind, it's like there's there's like smoke coming out from one angle, <laughs> a soft, you know, a soft red light in the distance. But no, I'm sure it was really fucking difficult. Actually, I think she might have fallen off, and we actually <gasps> ended up fucking in the hay. But um, oh, but that's still really cute. Yeah, but hay is it's not though. I'm itchy. <laughs> I mean, I guess it sounds more magical than it was. It was yeah. just. I mean, it wasn't as good as having sex in a bunch of mud oh what explain that well i'm getting caught by our neighbors you've done it everywhere lots of places okay (laughs) you've done it in mud on a horse what was the last thing you said you said something about um a a bus stop a bus stop yeah no one was there so like so many public places i really like public things i've never had sex outdoors or in public places oh my god just i'm missing out you need to get on a plane and jerk your boyfriend off on the plane yeah. i masturbated on a plane oh me too it's great but like really? someone really? next to in a car <gasps> yeah it's so good you it's have so the best orga- orgasms yeah it's mad yeah because wow. it takes you ages to get there because you're like constantly on edge like, oh really <laughs> i i get there faster because i'm on really? edge i like the the yeah That's i love i love how our brains work it's like so different yeah so different it really is yeah yeah so okay best fuck um so having sex with my girlfriend is incredible because uh there was a big chunk of time where i slept with a lot of women but i didn't find it i didn't find it satisfying sexually i find i found it satisfying Mm. as in i'm fucking and i love fucking but i wasn't having an orgasm Mm -hmm. which was fine like i like having sex and uh it's not all about you know me but yeah not everyone has to orgasm every single time exactly i like Mm -hmm. the exercise of you know the practice of yeah. having sex. Going to exercise. I sound like such a, monog- a misogynist. I'm like, I like the you know exercise of fucking ladies. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So having sex with her has been amazing, and we've been. Uh, it's been interesting because we've been switching. So I don't usually um. switch. But I've been switching with her. What do you normally like? Are you a, a top or a bottom? Um. I feel like it depends on each person mm-hmm. with my husband i'm definitely a top uh and with her we switch and she's a very uh dominant personality so mm-hmm. 
it brings out this animalistic, like, I want to kill you while I fuck you side of me. That sounds so good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, but it she's, it is really hot because <laughs> uh-huh. it's like, I get to hate fuck her, basically. Oh wow. my God, the dream. Yeah, it's good. Like one foot on her head whilst I'm like, <laughs> what is this hand movement? Are you fisting her right now? Well, I'm not fisting her, but okay. I'm like, there's lots of fingers. Okay, and fingers. Foot fingers. on the head, just like it's wow all the weight on there and like yeah oh that sounds so good yeah it's really good so um she's <laughs> this is a nightmare for Florence and I because we always have these podcasts and we're just so fucking horny by the end of it we don't even know what to do with ourselves <laughs> well feel free to go for it I'm not gonna stop you <laughs> I know you won't but please yeah please do it join I'll take video jerk circle <laughs> <laughs> um so as of late um she's the best fuck definitely um, I've been having multiple orgasms, orgasms that have been lasting a lot longer. Um, mm. and I can't stop, uh, convulsing. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Tell us about that. It's like, uh, so I'm not sure how many years it's been happening now, but I think I want to say like the past five years, my orgasms have been full body convulsions. Wow. Like I can't, like my whole body is moving. I, I'm not. I'm not like spasming because <laughs> this is where my brain goes when I think of that. Um, no, it's a full convulsion and I can't like breathe properly. And Whoa. yeah, it's, it's really intense. And my, my girlfriend can have multiple orgasms, like up to 10 Whoa. in a row. And I can't. That's amazing. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Her pussy is like the craziest thing um do you use like sex aids like as in like um toys we definitely use toys but uh like you know we we i you know we we use a strap on but uh and i like a vibrator uh but my favorite thing to do with her is uh i just love eating pussy i love things in my mouth i'm very oral Mm, um like fixation very very oral i just love things in my mouth around my mouth in my face down my throat dribbling gagging everything so um <laughs> love you're it. like we're getting a lot more than we bought no <laughs> it's perfect i want everything um but i just uh, <laughs> i just really love um <laughs> being on my knees in front of her and just fucking eating her delicious pussy and like fucking her with my fingers and then uh she'll like stop me from being able to put my mouth on her which drives me crazy and she'll uh. start wanking and then just as she's about to come she just shoves my face in her pussy and just like big fucking load in my mouth and it's just oh, the gushing. most amazing thing and then she'll like <laughs> she'll put her fingers in her pussy and then like feed me oh my god it drives me crazy oh. wow oh yeah fuck four the worst fuck Oh boy, there are so many. <laughs> yeah, all men. Uh oh. Oh, obviously. Yeah, and boys. Not <laughs> back in the time when I was a girl. Mm-hmm. To make that very clear. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll just throw some stories out there. Uh, <laughs> More like funny worst. Yeah, they are funny. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think they're funny. So who knows? <laughs> um. So having sex with a guy at a party a sleepover um we think everyone's asleep we're in the middle of a room where everyone else is sleeping oh my god stop they're not sleeping so we end up <laughs> having so many times yeah, having sex in front of all of our friends um and i'm not enjoying it in fact it's painful Ooh. and uh, and i say 
uh, I want to stop. And he says, can I just finish first? Oh, my God. And I say, no. And that was it. But I thought that was really amusing. <laughs> just the <laughs> sheer... Laugh. Everyone was laughing the whole time. Oh. Because we were like 18 wait, or 17 what? or 16 or 15. I don't know. So did you know that they were watching during as well? I did because of the laughter. The yeah. giggling, but the light was off and I'm an exhibitionist. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. You're loving this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, great. Let's put on a show. Um, I'm so glad you said no. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ever let that That's happen. That's so ballsy. No, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's really thing. hard to say no when you're that young. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I think that it, I felt even better about saying it in front of people. Oh yeah. So empowering. Yeah. Because I don't know if I would have alone because you know, at that age you're very young and you're susceptible to being, you know, talked into things and manipulated. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and feeling like, Oh, I just should have, you know. Yeah. Uh, Cause he won't like me if I don't. <laughs> I'm so. bad in bed if he yeah. doesn't come. Yeah. All that shit. Mm. Well, the funny thing that you said that uh, for a really long time, I thought that I didn't like sex with men because it was so unenjoyable. And I just couldn't come because they didn't know how to work my body. And I didn't know Uh how to tell them how to work my body. And there was no communication because, you know, why would there be at that time in Australia? Um, (laughs) Specifically in Australia. Yeah, it's very backwards there. Um, So, yeah, some terrible, terrible worst sex moments. Fuck number five. The fuck that changed me. So, okay, uh, my first real BDSM experience was Uh, with my -hmm. boss. (gasps) Interesting. Where did you work? I worked at a bar in Melbourne. Uh, He was 10 years older than me. My mum hated him. (laughs) I was 17. He was 27. Oh, my Lord. That's quite a lot older for a 17-year-old. Yeah. For a 27-year-old. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not bad. Age is just a number. No, I know. It was scandalous. Um. And, uh, and he, he sort of introduced me to like the ABCs of kink, um, showed me, you know, my first kink movie preaching to the perverted, which is one of my all time favorite films. Amazing. Uh, and, uh, and we had a, a crazy summer together. So that's what, I mean, I was always very curious about sex and I, you know, I was, I think I was obsessed with it at that point um i would go to sex shops and sit on the floor and read all these books and because you know there wasn't like internet back in my day <laughs> like it just didn't exist the the content wasn't there mm-hmm. um so so yeah he really uh he opened up all all of those doors for me and and for the first time i i thought oh my god like the, there is something that defines me you know this is who i am this is exactly who yeah. i am that's so exciting yeah mm-hmm groundbreaking it was i was just like mind blown and thought oh my god like it all makes sense now and because you're a dominatrix now did you start as a dominatrix no no i was submissive for like 10 plus years wow yeah so i was his submissive and uh yeah i was submissive for a really really long time up until like three years ago wow so you still kept in touch and saw each other no not with him (laughs) oh okay right he's crazy but uh, (laughs) no yeah uh was submissive um for a really long time and then yeah just uh made the switch and and it it again it, it like made a lot of sense um you know i think it just takes time for you to be ready to accept certain things about yourself so yeah 
and trust did he do it in the right way like yeah he was very gentle with everything i mean you know we were both we were both putting in the effort to to want to be with each other Mm -hmm. we're both flirting just as much we're both proposing to each other just as much like to do certain acts how did he introduce the king um i mean it was hard for him not to he was like uh, a very open obvious person okay and our flirtation was very kinky okay yeah so like what what sort of thing would he say to you um well i think it sort of was the fact that when i was submissive i would identify as a baby girl so i was very bratty i was very like talking back and i feel like that's a very 17 year old thing to do because i felt i like i identified exactly the same way i was a brat i wanted to fight and yeah but what what is it about i mean i kept that baby girl mindset for 10 years Mm -hmm. and it was something i held on to and you know with my with my girlfriend i can still go back there safely which is great because i couldn't for such a long time Mm. um after having an abusive partner but uh yeah with him it just came really naturally and he loved it like he loved that i was playing with him in at work you know so my love you've touched upon abuse a few times i just Mm -hmm. wanted to pick your brains about that sure um because your life revolves around sex yeah and does your you know previous abuse have anything to do with it and how have you overcome mm. it in such a dramatic way um i i had to go to therapy for a while in london um because it was something that was coming up a little bit and i'd never fully addressed it um so i went to therapy for about a year uh and that was incredibly confronting um and it was giving me um like panic attacks Mm. uh and it was it was really difficult but i i forced myself to work through it um and so now i have a really great understanding about my limits um and my limits with myself as well because i found that i was doing things to provoke um panic uh, within myself so i was watching certain films and i was um, reading certain books that were triggering to me so that I could feel those things again without even really realizing it. Wow. Um, almost in a, like it was a very masochistic type, emotionally masochistic type situation. Mm. Um, but I think it was important to recognize that. And I wouldn't have been able to recognize that unless I had been in therapy and she had sat there and sort of told me that I was doing that and and made me acknowledge um, everything that had happened. So, yeah, I think uh, even though it's painful and it's difficult, it's 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 incredibly worthwhile and invaluable to yourself to go through the motions of the abuse so that you can come out the other end. What type of therapy did you go through? Um, It was talking CBT, um, cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, we are we just uh i can remember talking about it with her and i went into a panic attack where i couldn't like see or breathe or anything it was like full extreme yeah it was really Mm. extreme and then it was happening um at home it happened a couple of times when i was watching a film about um you know a girl that had gone through something similar Mm. and yeah it, it it happened again but um she made me recognize that uh that i didn't have to put myself through that anymore voluntarily for myself um by watching certain things or reading certain things that were triggering and just to um 
to acknowledge it and then move past it because I think a lot of people have trouble acknowledge, truly acknowledging it um, and admitting it to themselves and then being able to work through it however long that takes, um, which is painful. It is really painful. But mm. if you don't do the work, I mean, it's just going to keep coming up and it's going to, um, it's almost like, you know, a, a tiny little pebble that rolls down a hill of snow and becomes this huge avalanche at the end of the day. So, yeah. For fuck's sake. So we have a message on our Instagram that says, I started having my period while having sex and it was blood a bloody mess. And I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Do you have any advice on period sex slash period foreplay? Oh, I love period sex. Do you? Oh, snapperoo. <laughs> I love it. Ah! Um, towels? Yes, yeah. <laughs> that is a really good idea. Actually, being prepared for mess. Yeah, beyond towels, um, I use puppy pee pads in no. large. Yeah. No way. They're great. They just soak up everything. Wow. Yeah, so I use that for, um, you know, for blood play, for hard sports, water sports, um, period play. Wow. Yeah, they're really thin. You just lay them down and they take everything. You don't have to worry about washing your towels or anything. We're stealing oh. all your tips right now. So if you this love period great. sex that much, then you should get Well, if some... you know that you're on your period and you're going to fuck. Like, yeah. You don't want to ruin your couch or your floor or your bedding <laughs> or whatever you're fucking on. And yeah. it's almost like yeah. kind of even nicer than trying to be like, wait, honey, let me just go get the towel. Yeah. Like trying to like wrap a towel over somewhere and like flick it out and it's all everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, then you stain the towel as well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to ruin my towels. They're pink. That's not happening. Oh. <laughs> They're not quite pink anymore, but um, yeah. <laughs> towels and puppy pee pads. Do it. I think it's also like confidence and in going into the situation. Like, okay, this is a period, but it doesn't matter. Because mm. yeah, like, we, we have two different minds about period. Not two different minds. Period sex is great, but my vagina does not like period really? sex. Really? Doesn't want it. it it's raw. Uh. Whereas it can be great to have sex in your period because for one, it shortens the length of your period. I mean, that's a really great reason. Does that for some people? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then you can also heighten your orgasm. It really does. Yeah. Mm. I just love how slippery and wet it is. Oh yeah, extra lube. Oh my God, huge amount of lube. (laughs) And I just love having it all over my face. I don't know. And for us girls, we're so (laughs) horny on our period. Our body is like screaming. Mm -hmm. So I'm just there like, going ew 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 with like a toy like <laughs> really? trying to wank yeah I, I i don't mind blood at all it's mm. just it, i can't put anything inside me okay it's got to be like pure clitoral oh that's great too i mean that's great but yeah fucking hell Fucking Hell is the next part of the podcast where we ask our listeners their worst sex stories and we share them and talk about them. I have one today that um, I know Reed is going to love. Literally, your face is so lit up right now. You're (laughs) smiling at me like, I don't know, like a kid. Is it about poo? Is this about poo? It's about poo. Oh my God, you know it is. Oh. Okay, so it's quite a short one actually. So it says, it came so hard a little poop came out i knew it we're now engaged so either he loves me in spite of the poop or he is a secret shit fetish and it sealed the deal oh my god that's so good i love how she's written that as well or he he could be either he's a lady this lady i just want to know what happened after the poo 
I know. Like, like, did you, like and it must have been a, a tremendous <laughs> orgasm Flick for it? a bit of shit. Yeah, to come that's out. Like I don't a know. Baby. Did he like use it as lube or like what? <laughs> I, I imagine it being was a nugget. This anal? Like what happened? Was oh, it anal? See, this is, we need we need, we need more. more information. Hello. <laughs> I feel like this is every time we're just like, tell us more, yeah. more details, please. Need it in graphic detail. Definitely. Well, I mean, look, if she, if if she's getting fucked in the ass, of course, maybe a little bit of poo might come out. I feel like it wasn't during anal. This is just yeah. a guess because that's pretty. It's quite a surprising <laughs> thing. She's like, whoa! I came so hard, a bit of poo came out. That, I'm yeah. sure I farted. I mean, if you had like a bit of poo waiting there ready and you came that hard, every, you pushed everything out, a little nug popped out. I definitely farted. That before. would just be so hilarious. I'm sorry. Oh, so hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Bliss, so much for coming oh, in to welcome. talk with us. Where can our listeners find you? Yes. Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's underscore, underscore, Miss Bliss, underscore, underscore. It's not complicated at all. <laughs> I fuck. <Yeah. laughs> um, Twitter is Mistress Bliss, underscore. Um, and, uh, and I think that's it. Oh, my website, which is www.mistressbliss.co.uk. Yeah. So if you want to hire a very sexy dominatrix, she is sexy, then... Bless is your gal. Come and get it. And she seems pretty safe as well. I feel like I can vouch. Wow. <laughs> exactly. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah, you can bring me home to your mum's. And your dad, so I probably saw last night. <laughs> saw them all rinse their pockets dry. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Daddy. And if you have any of your worst sex stories or you want any advice on anything, you can DM us on our Instagram, which is at Come Curious. Mm, please do. And is if that you... C-U-M or C-O-M-E? Just so they know. Oh, it's C-O-M-E. Mm. Yeah, the lady version. Okay. The YouTube safe version. Ah. You know what? I like it. <laughs> I like it more than C-U-M. I've never liked the C-U-M way. Oh, I really? Like I like yeah. calm. I'm all I like calm too, yeah. yeah, yeah but I like my face. calm. C-U-M. I feel like calm is a more wholesome it's like coming it's orgasm. almost like a silent l in it like calm, <laughs> calm. and then it's like come yeah yeah come if i orgasm i want to come yeah you're calming see i'm yeah. just coming yeah no, i'm definitely yeah definitely <laughs> yeah. Just coming I'm fucking a, coming all over with the walls. you yeah it's like grotty <laughs> but if anyone likes our podcast please do shout out about it we use the hashtag fucks given yeah. and remember to give us a rating on this podcast and leave us a review and if you're ever talking about our podcast please hashtag fucks given um thank you so much please for coming in you're thank amazing thank you guys I love thank being you. here mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get to do okay. it again have some yeah. good yeah. thoughts tonight mm. possibly when I'm pooing good girl <laughs> I've got the shits at the moment as well So I know you do oh I've non-stop been talking about it <laughs> okay. like last week so bye <laughs> Brian's just like bee bye and this bye 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Hi, I'm Zivy Owens, and along with Tracy Cox, who is an international sex expert and author of 17 books, I co-host the podcast Sex Talk with Zivy and Tracy, and it's S-E-X-T-O-K. And the reason we have it as Sex Talk is because we happen to be viral TikTok <laughs> stars at the moment with some of our videos getting over 1.1 million views. So listen to us. I am totally shy and squeamish. She is super open, British, and hilarious. Listen to us each week as Tracy answers three anonymously sourced questions about all the things you talk to your girlfriends about. Listen on Acast or wherever you get your podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Acast, Acast, Acast recommends. recommends.